Peace, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Vital Hoops Podcast. My name is Fernando Cardenas, aka International XB. I am your host. This is episode number 40. And I got what I love to say, my co-host right here with me. What up, what up, what up? Pierre Jacobs, aka Pete from Train for Greatness. We in the house for episode 40. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? So today we're gonna get into veganism everything vegan you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying we're gonna we're gonna get into that for y'all but before that before we get into veganism we're gonna talk a little bit of basketball okay just a little bit of basketball um the world cup man fiba basketball world cup just ended not too long ago mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we were following that a little bit it was some drama it was some good games yep you know what i'm saying it was so let's talk about that real quick so Germany is now, you know, world champion for the first time ever. Yeah. First time ever. Yeah, yeah. Germany okay. won the World Cup. That's her first one. First one ever, man. Oh, okay. First time okay. they ever won the World okay. Cup. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, Germany got the gold. Serbia, silver. Serbia had a really good okay. team. And then Canada got the bronze, man. All right. Canada. Canada had a squad. They had a lot of NBA players, all that. Um, but yeah, so United States, fourth place. You know they 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 brought a they brought a what I thought was a pretty good team and they were playing well but you know um, it wasn't their A squad we all know that right obviously. right right uh, but um, yeah other teams played very well Canada played like I said Germany played extremely well they won every single game they never lost even like a a group game nothing they won every so game. they went undefeated the yeah. entire FIBA throughout the whole so yeah okay, they, okay. they really deserve it man so Dennis Schroeder yeah Dennis Schroeder got MVP. Okay. He's killing. Okay. Nobody could stop him out there. Uh, you know, Toronto Raptors guard Dennis Schroeder. So let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give y'all the the first team, right? The FIBA World Cup okay. first team. Okay. So we got Dennis Schroeder from Germany, um, Toronto Raptors. We got Shea Gilgis Alexander. Mm-hmm. Played a great World Cup too mm-hmm. from Canada. Okay. OKC Thunder. We got Anthony Edwards. Okay. He okay. was a beast from Team USA. Minnesota Timberwolves. We got Bogdan, Bagna- Bogdan Bogdanovich okay. from, from Serbia. He plays for the Hawks. And we got Luka Doncic. Everybody knows Ooh. from Slovenia. He yep. plays for the Dallas Mavericks. So the only point I wanted to make with that is, you know, first team, all players playing the league. Right, right, you know right, right, right. Yeah, that's true. All, that's true, all yeah. different countries. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But the best player from each country almost always plays in the league. Yeah. Unless once in a while it might be like a great Euro League player, but yeah. usually it's an NBA player. So just to say, like, obviously, like, you know, NBA continues to be a dominant league, the best league in the world. Um, but yeah, congrats to Germany. Yeah, you congratulations. Know, I, know, I know on the Vital Hoops podcast, we got a couple of listen- listeners from Germany. So congrats. You know, I know basketball is growing over there. Hip hop mm-hmm. is big in Germany too. So, you know, shout out to Germany. And, um, yeah, we'll see what happens in uh, 2024. The Olympics going to be yeah. here in France. Um, I know Team USA is excited. Uh, the big names are saying they want to play now, right? The big names. You know, LeBron's throwing his name out there. Book is throwing his name out there. So we'll see. We'll see. Who, we'll who, see who, what we'll happens, see, yeah. man. If everybody comes out, it should be interesting. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. Either way, it's going to be good. I love competition. Right, right, so right. whenever, you know, the juices start flowing... And, and everybody's like, yo, what's up? We got to bring our A squad. And, you know, other teams, you know, Germany obviously is going to be trying to defend their title. France is going to come back stronger because they're going to be at home and they had a bad, they played a bad World Cup. Right. They, they didn't even make it out of their group. So they're going to be, you know, trying to have a, a good Olympics. Um, Spain also didn't do as well as yeah, planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, teams are going to come back strong. And uh, apparently Team USA is going to come back ready as well. So we should have a real good Olympics. Yeah, we should no have doubt. a real yeah. good Olympics for basketball. Yeah, yeah basketball is concerned. Okay, should be interesting, man. So yeah, yeah. Hey, you might have to be back here for the Olympics. Hey, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe give Coach Steve Kerr a call. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. All right, man. So, so listen, real quick. Um, talk about our squad, man. What, yeah. what you came here to do, man? Yeah. Here, before we get to, to to the vegan talk, what you came here to do, man? Um. You know, with our team, uh, with Mont Germain, mm-hmm. man, 
you know, for those of you who didn't listen to our previous episode, um, episode 38, we spoke about why Pierre was here in France. And, you know, he obviously has been working with our squad, with our basketball team. Man, all I got to say is, man, we got better, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we got better. It was a short period of time, but it was intense. And I think think we got better. Um, You know, I think you definitely definitely helped us. And I think you're going to help us reach our goal because we're still going to be, you know, talking to you back and forth throughout the whole year. Right, right, right. So, um, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to be running teams out the gym, man. Yeah, I think so. I think that's I think the goal, so. yeah. I think, um, like, the physicality mm-hmm. has raised. Yeah. Uh, we can see it, right? We retested last night. So, so for those who are, are looking at our Instagram, we tested on the first night and retested last night. And you can see, you know, guys are getting quicker with their cuts, mm-hmm. uh, further with their jumps, faster coming off of the, the start. So, uh you know, everything that we've worked on, we can see the increase. And when you guys have been playing teams yeah. that are maybe higher levels, I mean, you guys are physically yeah, okay. dominant. Yeah. So, yeah, we can see a big difference, and I'm excited for you guys for the yeah. season. And, yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah, a good yeah. opportunity, and it's, it's a good. Yeah. By the way, for those of you who haven't seen it yet, go to, the, go to his Instagram, at train the number four greatness, all the – Lots of workouts on there. Mm-hmm. Everything that we've been doing with the team is really interesting. If you're into anything that has to do with fitness, with nutrition, with, you know, basketball training, mm-hmm. all of that. Check it out. But, um, yeah, man, uh, you know, I think we're going to – that's the goal, man, we, to get better every day. We're mm-hmm. going to be working on that. It's going to be a long season, but, you know, that's the goal. Mm-hmm. How did you feel, man? How did you feel from everything? You know, you coming in, I don't, yeah. I don't know, you know, I'm sure you were – you had certain expectations, I don't know, and yeah. you know, how did you see the team develop? How did you feel about everything, man? The experience yeah. of being here. So for me, like the experience was it was great. Like I came in kinda open minded, uh, but then I learned very quickly like the, the game here is a little bit different. But I like it because uh your entire team, the entire team was receptive mm-hmm. of my training. Uh, and everything I asked of them, the guys did it, uh, even if it was a little bit abstract from what we're used to right. as basketball players, right? We got into like some days we did deep breathing, some days we did yoga, some days we did jumping into the ocean, you know, and I know that that's not uh, typical for basketball training, but then guys, you know, were telling me like, man, we can see the difference in the game with the right. mentality, with the breathing and things like that so yeah. for me man it was it was all pleasure man it was a challenge for me a challenge for you guys and i think we made each other better no doubt. to be honest you know so yeah. shout out to the uh the Mont team for for having me thank you so much i'm very very appreciative forever you guys will be a big part of my life and uh, i'm very grateful for that so yeah definitely definitely man thank you and shout out to the squad yeah yeah bcm and shout out to, to Coach Junior. Shout out to Junior, my guy. <laughs> no Junior, doubt. thank you for everything. That's love, man. Thank you for everything. You looked out for me. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. For sure, man. For sure. Yeah, hopefully you're going to continue to be a part of this, man. You know what I mean? One way or another. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Um, yeah, like I said, go to the, the, the Instagram. At, yeah. at train the number for greatness to follow, you know, everything that's going on. And um, yeah, I'll definitely be, you know... Uh, giving a little bit of updates here and there on what's going on with our squad. But, yeah, definitely keep following. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, sir. Um, all right, veganism. Let's get into Let's get it, into man. it. That's what we're here. Let's do it. Yeah, man. So, as you all know, well, you know, veganism is a part of the, of the Vada Hoops podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, P and I are both vegan. You know what I'm saying? Um, real quick, for those of you who are not familiar, what is veganism, right? It's basically abstaining from the use of animal products. Okay, that's that's what veganism is about, uh, particularly in diet. Mm-hmm. But vegans really is more than just the diet. Also, for example, we try not to get products on our skin that are animal, for, for example, animal tested products. Yeah. We try not to use them at all, to consume them at all. To not, we try not to wear leather, mm-hmm. uh, minks, mm-hmm. all that bullshit. We don't wear none of that. We try not to go to anywhere where animals are abused, like like zoos, for example. Anything that has to do with with animal abuse, basically, mm-hmm. we stay away from that. Yeah, right? basically, we're trying to look at the whole picture, right? Like, not only are we benefiting ourselves, but how are we benefiting benefiting nature mm-hmm. and uh, our fellow man, our fellow animal, uh, exactly. things like that. I think that it's more of a holistic uh, approach, and yeah. we're looking at the 
from a wide lens. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's a philosophy that rejects the exploitation of animals, mm. basically. So, other than veganism, mm -hmm. there is vegetarianism, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. People who are vegetarian, which means they also do not eat meat, mm -hmm. right? They do not eat any type of flesh, but they do consume um, animal uh, derived products. Right, right, right. Meaning Maybe like, like butter, cheese, yeah. milk, all types of things like that. Then you got pescatarians yep. who eat fish, for example, fish, yep. you know, and then within veganism, You got alkaline vegans, you got raw vegans. Right, it's levels. Raw. So yeah. yeah, it's definitely levels, but you got fruitarians, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But today we're gonna, we're gonna stick to veganism, right? So real quick, for those of you who don't know, you may notice if, you, if you're a listener of the Bottom Who's podcast, but I went vegan in 2016, right? Mm -hmm. My wife and I, we actually went vegan together. My son was one at the time, and I was, I was playing semi-pro basketball. I was living in in Paris, right around on the outsides of Paris. And, um, you know, for me, it was a little different. Like, my wife went cold turkey, right? Me, I had already been, you know, I had already been introduced to all of this, mainly through my mm -hmm. brothers who were vegetarians for a very long time. You know what I mean? Through Rasta culture and everything. So, I had already, I was already, by the time I went vegan, I was already not consuming pork. I was not consuming red meat at all, actually. And I think I had already stopped chicken i was basically consuming fish and dairy and things like that okay okay right but my wife went cold turkey um the reason i, I stopped eating uh, pork a very long time ago when i was back living in the united states when i was kind of young i got mainly influenced you know uh by everything the words of malcolm x and things like that and then i stopped eating red meat more because of health reasons because i started reading things and learning about how you know red meat is not so good for athletes and this and that so i was only sticking to more like things like turkey and fish and chicken you know what i'm saying so that's when the health consciousness kicked in and um but by the time my wife and i uh, decided to try to go vegan it was more so because of the environment because she mm -hmm. we saw a documentary together okay right and after that she was like Let's do it. Let's try it for three months. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, because we see the impact that it had, you know, the environmental footprint. And so we're like, yo, this, this is crazy. So we're like, let's do it. Let's try it. So mm. we tried it for three months. And after the first month, we already knew we were going to stay vegan. We're like, oh, this, we feel good. We felt great. Right, so right. we're like, damn, it's more than just, you know, it's, it's more sides to it. It's not just the environment. It's not just the animal suffering, but it's also health. One's health, one's well-being. Did you feel great right away? Like for your first, well, like, do you I'm, remember I'm the first week what, or something? I know, I know certain people actually feel bad at first. Yeah, that was my experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, you, because your body has to detox. Right. So unfortunately, some people quit being vegan at that time because they're like, no, I have to listen to my body. I, don't, I didn't feel good. Right. But think about it. This is, it's kind of like when someone is on drugs. Right, right, right. You know what right. I'm saying? And mm -hmm. they stop taking drugs. Like, they're going to feel no, bad. They're going to feel true. horrible. Right. But that's still what they need. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. they're going to feel really bad for a little bit. And then so, but me personally... I felt good right away, but it's also because I told you, like, I was, I was already... That you I took was stages, of, yeah, you took of, stages, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of my uh, short vegan story. Um, what about you, Pete? Yeah, so mine is, is actually piggybacks off of yours, where mm -hmm. uh, I think you came to visit me in 2017, we were doing a, a charity event for, for our friend, and uh, you were like, hey, Pete, while I'm here try to be vegan mm. for like a week. I think you were there for like a week yeah, or so. Yeah, for like a week, yeah. So my wife and I were both like, okay, yeah, let's let's try it while he's here. We, You know, I'm already a healthy guy. I always try different things to, to increase my health, you know. Mm -hmm. So then when I tried it when you were here, I think for the first five days, I felt kind of bad, but I was like, I'm going to stick it out while you're here, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I remember like waking up day six. And when I woke up day six, It was like, I felt great. Like, I had clarity in my brain. Like, I just felt lighter. I felt energetic. And then I started, like, chasing that feeling, like, day after day. Like, at this time, I'm already a fitness trainer. Mm. You got to think, at this time, I'm eating uh, 300 grams of protein because I'm, I'm in bodybuilding Animal mode. protein. Yeah, animal yeah, protein, yeah. right. Animal protein. So, I'm eating, like, chicken breast just on yeah, top of chicken yeah. breast all day. Mm. Uh Uh, so I went cold turkey, flipped it from that. So that's why that first five days was a little bit rough. Mm -hmm. But yeah, once I woke up that day six, I already knew like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to it. And now my wife and I have both been vegan for uh, six years. 
Wow. Right. To, to be careful with what we put into our body right. to make sure we, we put uh, 
you know, um, vitamins and minerals into our body. We, mm-hmm. we have enough fiber. We have enough fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Because we're already breathing in air that's not necessarily right. great. Right. You know, right, especially right. if we live in urban cities, which yeah. most of us do. Uh, if we live in urban cities, you know, a lot of pollution. There's microplastic everywhere. You know what I'm saying? That's affecting our health, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it's like we're fighting this battle that whether we want to fight the battle or not, we're in it. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. So we're in it. So, yeah. So, whatever we can do to give ourselves uh, a, a a upper hand, we should do that, right? So, if putting, you know, vegan, if being vegan and eating whole is, is what's going to help us to fight this battle more more accurately, then I think that we should take that approach. I, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree, yeah. man. That's it, man. And also, I think there's another aspect to it, which is... Um, holistic health like when we talk about holistic health mm-hmm. you know um that's that's something that we're into you know we're, yeah you yeah. and i are both very much into holistic sure. health you know mind body spirit you know we're into meditating doing yeah. yoga yeah uh, you know obviously exercising mm-hmm. eating right mm-hmm. but this is my personal opinion right i don't i'm not sure what you think but okay there's a lot of people that that say that they're into holistic health but they're still promoting the consumption of flesh Right? They're still mm-hmm. promoting eating meat and that, but they say they're into holistic health. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be healthy and consume a moderate amount of meat. I think you can. I think okay. you can be a healthy person okay. and still consume some meat. Right? Okay. But when, when it comes to holistic health, right, I think that's counterproductive for, for a couple of reasons. I think that the act of taking another living being's life when it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? I think that's when we're talking about the spiritual part of holisticness. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you know it's not, when you know and understand it's not necessary, but not only is it not necessary, it's not beneficial, really. You can do a lot better through plants. Right. Um, you know, I think that's one part of it. Another part of it is that most of us, uh, the meat that we're eating is meat that's extremely, it's, we're, they're killing animals that yeah. are extremely stressed out. Yeah. And we're inheriting that stress. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there are animals that... But not only that, but the animals are are animals, but they're injected, right? Yeah. So they're injected. So with even, hormones. So, with... so whether you're looking at it from, a, am I being, you know, kind to animals versus whether I'm being kind to myself. Mm-hmm. If you're eating an animal that's stressed out or an animal that's injected, either way, you, you, you're not really uh, passing that that thought process of, oh, am I being healthy to myself? Because now you're eating an animal that's injected with antibiotics just so that it can look bigger, it can look Absolutely. more uh, appealing to the eye, and that's that's unhealthy. Yeah. No matter which way we think about it, like that's putting a chemical into your body that whether you're trying to say you're holistic or not, that's not holistic. Right, right. Right? right. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that kind of brings us into, you know, what a lot of people want to talk about, you know, when we talk about veganism, which is vitamin B12. Yeah, okay. Right. Um, I think it's important to speak on vitamin B12 because there's many ways to, to get to this. Because a lot mm-hmm. of people w- will say that, you know, veganism is not natural, it's not normal, because you can't get vitamin B12. You yeah. have to eat animals, right? Mm-hmm. So, first of all, that's not true. Okay, when we talk about B12, first of all, B12 is, is really, it's a bacteria, right? B12 is a bacteria that we find from Earth. Mm-hmm. It's, animals don't have it. It's just that usually animals eat grass mm-hmm. and they get it from, from the dirt that they eat, right? Okay, okay. But in animal, in, in factory, factory farming, those animals aren't eating grass. So how are they getting the B12? Okay. They're getting injected. Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> They're getting injected. So it's just the same as you. Cutting the middleman and taking a supplement. They're giving supplements to the animal so that the animal can right. have the B12. Right. And now you're taking the B12, right? That's one part of it. The other part is that many years ago, right, where we didn't have to filter and clean the water the way we're doing it today, where, where, where uh, water that runs out of the faucet is basically dead, dead water, uh-huh, uh-huh. right? Back in the day, we could get B12 from water if we're drinking spring water, maybe right. straight from the spring. Right, okay. Or even in our vegetables, we didn't have to super clean them like we do right. today because there's so much pesticides and things right. like that. Another, The other thing is that it's also a lie that you can't get it from plants. That's a lie. There's spirulina has okay. vitamin B12. And there are, there are herbal teas as well that have it. Alpha Alpha has vitamin B12. Kelp has vitamin B12. Comfrey has vitamin B12. 
You know what I mean? So th- there are certain plant sources that do have it. Do have it. It's okay. true. It's true that it's harder to have it uh, on a plant-based diet, but it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. So and and also, there's nothing wrong with taking a vitamin supplement. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. People who say like, "Oh, you're you're not natural." Well, what do you mean by that? We're not. But let me let me talk on that real quick. I think uh, I agree. Like, it's nothing wrong with taking supplements. Like, definitely right. you have to take supplements. Mm-hmm. But for one, make sure everyone goes get your blood work done. Mm-hmm. So don't just take supplements. Don't just listen to your right. neighbor and they're like, "Hey, you need more calcium." And you just start taking calcium, like because That's I read awesome. it yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So go get your blood work done because you may be sufficient enough, and you might be healthy, and you're taking a supplement, <laughs> and it's not necessarily needed, or vice versa. You might need something that you're not aware of, right? Yes. This is for meat eaters, vegans, whatever. Exactly. Um, so so make sure that you are uh, getting your blood work done, and also if you do decide to take a supplement, look for the highest quality. If you're in the U.S. I know we have like uh, organic, USDA organic. It's not a perfect system, but at least there's some monitoring on it. And I think here we have the, the bio, yeah. right? Bio supplements. Bio, so yeah, so yeah, yeah, organic yeah. supplements. So so there is levels to the supplement game. So get your blood work done and make sure you're getting the highest quality supplement, whether that's USDA organic or bio over here in Europe. Just make sure you're getting the highest quality and, and talk to a doctor who can... Uh, educate you on that proper supplement in order to take but just don't just take stuff just because your friend said take something because that's just that's just not wise no doubt i would also definitely encourage everybody to take organic you know uh if you're going to take vitamins take organic and not only that don't don't stop at just your vitamins i definitely encourage to consume organic produce of course you know it's not always possible yeah but the truth is that a lot of us uh, are not willing to spend a lot of money on food. We want right. to buy cheap food, but then we're we're willing to spend money on clothes, yeah. or you you know what I mean to buy expensive clothes or expensive cars or expensive shoes. But the food got to be cheap, yeah. right? Right. That doesn't make any sense. The food is what you put inside your body. Your body is your temple, so you should be willing to pay a little more for your food, which is extremely important. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. I think we we got to get our priorities straight with that as well. And then from a nutrition standpoint, uh, one trick that uh, people can you know, if money really is the issue, and it's a little expensive to go organic all the time, mm-hmm. you can pick and choose if you need to. Right? Organic is always the best. But if you need to uh, pick something that's not organic, try to get things that have a shell around them, have a peel around them, things that aren't exposed. Like if you're eating blueberries or strawberries. You go for organic, yeah, yeah. but if you're eating a pineapple, because it is a protective layer around it, uh, it is a little bit better than if you were to get, um, you know, something that that had the exposing uh, peel on it that you would eat. So just try to pick and choose if you have to. However, you know, an organic pineapple is going to be better than a non-organic. But that's something that you can, you know, if money is the issue, that's something that you can still add and you can still be healthy added to your diet. One hundred percent. That's mm-hmm. key. That's mm-hmm. key. If you got to make choices, you can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But certain things are, are, are very important to consume uh, yeah. organic, right? And then one thing for the U.S. people, uh, look at the barcode on the, the fruit. If the barcode starts with a 9, it's, it's labeled as organic. If it's a 3 or a 4, then it's not organic material. So just make sure you look at that barcode because sometimes in the organic section, they'll put something that has a 3 or 4 on it. And that's not necessarily organic. So you got to look at that barcode because they're required to put the proper barcoding on, on the fruit that they have there. Yeah. That's, that's a jewel right there. Mm-hmm. That's key. Mm-hmm. That's key to know these little things like that. Mm-hmm. Little facts. Yep. Uh, to, to stay as healthy as possible. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah. So um, supplements, like I said, I think supplements are perfectly fine. And, uh, and I'm not saying don't take B12 if you, if you feel yeah. uh, that taking a B12 supplement is important. Definitely do so. If you can't make it organic, it's even better. Yeah. Uh, understand how you feel. That's another thing that's yeah, important. That's good. Yeah. Learn to learn to to feel and to listen to what your body's telling you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 adapt from there and adjust from there. And also know that we're not all the same. Like what Fernando needs is not the same as as what I need. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's no one you know size fits all. So that's why I encourage the blood work to get done. Mm-hmm. Get that blood work drawn at least once or twice a year so that way you can kind of understand or we can all understand what it is that we need because he might be sufficient in B12, but I might not. Mm-hmm. We're both vegan, yeah. so then I would need to take the supplement. He doesn't necessarily need it, so that's something that we want to all look at too.
Yeah, for sure, for sure. So studies, a lot of studies have shown that, you know, in uh, quote-unquote first-world countries, mm -hmm. there are several people that are uh, B12 deficient. Okay. But it also includes meat eaters. You know what uh, I'm saying? Okay, okay. <laughs> so it's not just vegetarians or vegans. Meat eaters can be a little bit B12 deficient as well because of what I was explaining earlier. You know, uh, B12 today is harder to get because it's a bacteria, it's in the earth, and today we clean everything up a lot. So it's harder to, to get that B12, but... So yeah, but but yeah, also but also I'll say this like, for me I look at health from a, a, a health like how I feel and then longevity right, mm -hmm. and you know by now if anyone has listened to our podcast you know that I'm a follower of the blue zones because that's where people live to be past a hundred years old and they're the healthiest their mind is in the right place they're physically fit. We're gonna uh, get into that. We're gonna so, get into that. but but yeah we'll get into it deeper but. If you look at the the blue zones, they're all around the world, and really, none of them are big supplement takers. So you know that just shows like okay, where are they getting their their B twelve from, or do they need as much B twelve as we're saying? Uh, so that's something to keep in mind because they are ninety eight percent plant based, yeah, uh, and they're not taking any supplements. So. If it's about living long and living healthy, they're showing you right there that it can be done with the proper nutrition, the proper whole food uh, diet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, I want to talk about another. Uh, this is probably the biggest myth when it comes to veganism is protein. Okay. Protein. Yeah, sure. Right. They have done studies of people being, you know, B12 deficient. Right. Mm -hmm. Protein deficiency is it almost doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Okay. The only place you, the only places when they do studies, the only places you see protein deficiency is in quote unquote third world countries. Okay. And why is that? Because they're hungry. Right. Right. There's right. just food deficiency. They're not right. eating enough. Period. Right. Right. Because the thing that they don't tell you is that everything you eat has protein in a smaller doses. Right, but right, you right. eat in a tomato, there's some protein in there. Right. Whatever it is that you're eating, there's protein in. It. So it's very difficult to find people that are protein deficient. Okay. Right. That's that's the first thing. So basically, if you're eating enough, if you have enough food to eat, you're not starving, usually you're not going to be protein deficient. Now, for people that are athletes mm -hmm. or athletic, you know what I'm yeah. saying, um, we, de we need more protein, right? Because we're, we're pushing more on the muscle, we're, mm -hmm. you know, we're working harder and we need a little more protein, that's obvious. But obviously, it has been proven as well that on a plant-based diet, you can get enough protein. You know, today you have... Everything, every type of athlete, you have vegan bodybuilders, uh, all type, any any type of athlete you can think of that is vegan. You have people that, not only people, it's, this is not a new thing, but we're going to get into that. I want to get into that a little bit in a second, but veganism is not new, right? You have generations of people who have lived, who have lived throughout the years uh, eating plants, eating mm -hmm. seeds, mm -hmm. eating vegetables, eating legumes, you know what I'm saying? So it's nothing new, really, but... We've been we we've received so much propaganda that it's difficult for us to understand. Like everything in our brain says, milk, strong bones, got right. milk, gotta drink milk, uh, protein. I need my protein, right. and they equate that automatically to meat. Right. I need my protein means right. I need my meat. That's not how it works. You can need your protein and have your broccoli. You can need your protein and have your beans or have your lentils, right. or you can have your tofu even. You know what I'm saying? That's another story. Some people are not so much tofu fans. Others are, mm -hmm. but that's a, another debate. But my point is, you can have protein from all types of plant-based foods. Yeah, and also I would say, like, from a trainer and nutrition coach standpoint, like, protein. We we know there's numerous studies out right now. You can look it up. Uh, there's numerous studies that showing that it's not necessarily the quantity of protein that we take, which kind of eliminates the, you know, like I used to do like four chicken breasts a day. It's not so much how much quantity, but the quality. So if you're getting quality protein in your body, your body's digesting it, absorbing it at a higher level, mm -hmm. you don't necessarily need that high number like me. I was doing 300 grams a day of animal protein that reduced with my plant protein. However, I continue to build muscle, continue to get stronger uh, with less pain, uh, less inflammation. And so in turn, the inflammation is not high. So I'm able to 
it, it's like a, a wheel. I just able to just keep uh, getting higher quality of protein. I mean, my body's absorbing at a higher rate. Mm-hmm. So then once you get into that, that rhythm, then the body is able to actually outperform those who are animal eaters. And that's right, studies right. are coming out every single day that are proving that to be correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it, man. Um, let's talk about the unhealthy, you know, being un- an unhealthy vegan. I think certain vegans, like we said earlier, there are various reasons mm-hmm. uh, as to why people go vegan. You know, and certain people are more focused into animal rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they want to stop animal suffering basically which is which i respect very much but like we said earlier like i think it's important to once you start taking care of yourself you're mm-hmm. also taking care of others right 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 what do you think about you know being a quote-unquote unhealthy vegan yeah so i think like so unhealthy right as far as like putting trash into the body it goes across the board whether you eat meat or whether you eat you know vegan quote-unquote mm-hmm. however i think like there's also a level of unhealthy vegan that we all need to be as vegans we need to be aware of is like treating others like crap because they're not vegan so i don't think that's the right way that to get the message across i think we should have healthy conversation we should give good information we should live and walk the walk um but i don't think like beating people over the head because they're eating meat is a healthy way of the vegan lifestyle because that's not what we believe in right like we treat animals sometimes better than we treat our fellow man Mm. uh because they maybe don't agree on something um and this is the argument with religion and things like that right like this is not the way to get a good message across because now we tank the message now people who are anti-vegan can run with that campaign and then now we're kind of doing harm against ourselves and that's something that we all just need to be aware of myself included uh, because we get so passionate about being healthy, others being healthy, saving the environment, saving the animals, but also we need to be compassionate and, and show that compassion to our fellow human uh, as much as we are to our fellow animal and things like that. No doubt. I agree with that, and I think um, I do think it goes both ways, though. Certain people may get you know laughed at or you know get mm-hmm. turned away from veganism, sure. you know, because socially it's not yet. Sure. Depending on where you are and what your environment is, but globally, mm-hmm. generally, it's not socially accepted yet to right. be a to be a vegan. Right, right, right. right. So you know, <clears throat> younger people may get laughed at. You know, um, there's still the stereotype of in order to be manly, you gotta you gotta eat meat and yeah, all this sure, stuff. Sure. So so you know, so it has to kind of go both ways. Uh, don't the, the yeah, one. Th- so meat eaters don't be jerks. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but the the one thing I, I I will say though that I think that, you know, I, I still you know I respect anybody uh, living their life, kind of the way you know they they want to they want to eat meat and all that. But I will sure. say that you know, people often talk about live and let live, right? Right, right, right. But the problem is that by eating meat, you're not letting live. Right, right, right. <laughs> you right, understand right, what right. I'm saying? That the animal doesn't have a choice. Yeah. You're taking another being's life, and you're also, you know, contributing to what's messing up our environment, like I said. So, you know, there's more things than just that that are affecting our, our, our environment. Of course, and all that, of course, that, you of know, course. Us, us living in, in, this, in this society, you know what I'm saying? We all contribute um, in some aspect in a negative way, you know. Mm-hmm. But if we can do little things like that, you know, especially today where, where going vegan is a little bit easier. Right. Actually, it's a lot easier than 20, 30 years ago right. because there's so Even many different options. Even six years ago, yeah. Exactly. So many different options and things. You know, I believe that's that's something that's that's to be considered at least by, by everybody. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, I just so, yeah. think that... I really think that, you know, we all need to, to be compassionate with each other and have these conversations. Hmm. And at the end of the day, whether you eat meat or you eat plants... Uh, or you eat both, whatever, we need to all be in search of the facts. Like, what are the mm-hmm. facts? Like, let's not just argue, like, how we feel, yeah, yeah. how we grew up. Like, let's really be in search of what are the facts? Like, what is the most healthiest for myself? What is the best for the environment? What is the best for, you know, the animals? What Like, what is the best for society? And I think that uh, if we have these conversations and we're in search of these facts together, no matter what side we're on, I think... Uh, not only will we come to an agreement at some point, but also we'll be understanding uh, and willing to maybe even try the other side, you know. Because no you know? at the end of the day, that's what we all want, right? We want the truth. Exactly. And we should be in search of the truth uh, no matter what our beliefs are. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's it. That's it, man. Yeah. Couldn't say it any better. So before we get into the blue zones, we're getting into yeah. the blue zones a little bit because that's important. But I want to mm-hmm. I want to talk about one last myth, right? Okay. You know, there's this myth, you know, going around, especially in our communities, that you know, veganism is a white thing. Ah, uh, okay. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I sure. think. I think every every black person, every person of African descent that's a vegan has heard that at some <laughs> yeah. point, right? Of course. At some of course. point, we, yeah, yeah. we've heard that we've been through that, like, oh, that's a white, yeah. that's a white thing, or that's a rich people thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I want to get into that a little bit because that's important. This it, it happens a lot in our society. Like people will say right now that rock rock and roll is a white thing. Right. 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 <laughs> but it's not. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. It's not a white thing at all, and. It, it kind of veganism is a little different because the term was coined by white people. To be exact, in 1944, Dorothy Morgan and Donald Watson okay. they coined the term the term vegan, right? Okay. And they were about you know protecting animals. Okay. They were against um, animal cruelty, and so they they coined this term vegan because they felt like vegetarians weren't doing enough. Okay. Because we do know today that even like the dairy industry hurts animals sometimes even worse mm-hmm. than, than the meat industry, mm-hmm. right? The, the, how they do what they do to, to cows and to even to like the egg industry kill, I don't know how many baby chicks every every day and all of that. Right, so, right, right. so, you know, they, they were like, no, we got to go vegan, right? So they, they coined this term, but that was 1944, right? And so because of this, you know, and because today a lot of organic food and a lot of quote unquote, you know, vegan food, plant-based food is expensive we think that it's a white thing right but the truth is that eating from the soil eating fruits and vegetables which that's what veganism is about it's about eating from eating natural eating from the soil that's that's the root of it well where's where's there where's there good soil sunshine rain right Right. that's in hot places that's in africa that's in the caribbean that's Mm -hmm. where all that comes from yeah so the culture of eating lots of fruits and vegetables you know what i'm saying that's not white at all, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in 1944, they um they coined the term vegan, but in 1930, right, the Rastafarian movement began, and mm-hmm. they had this whole philosophy about ital liberty, right, about eating ital and living ital, which means vital, right? Mm-hmm. And so they were about same thing, not hurting other beings, eating from the from the earth because that's what gives us the true vitamins and minerals that we need. You know what I'm saying? And and I tell I tell food is vegan food. Right, right. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, Basically. Right. That was in the nineteen thirties, right? right? So Rastafari right. has been doing that. They've been right. saying that. And I'm talking about Rastafari, which is a pan Africanist pro black movement, right? Right. Um, same thing with if we go if we go to um to most dishes, most African dishes on right. the continent, most dishes are named after plants, right? No indigenous culture uh, put animals in cages. Right, right. They didn't right. do that. Right, right, right. This is what the colonial brought, you know. Right. Indigenous cultures might they might have hunted once in a while. They would hunt. They would bring back one animal right. and they would share it with a whole entire village. They would eat a little piece of meat. Right. And then they might not even eat meat for another month or another two months. Yeah. So they didn't catch another animal or they didn't go after one because they were their base, the base of what they ate was what the what the, the earth would give us, right. would give our ancestors, right? So it's definitely not a new thing. And if we go even further back, right, we're talking about the Kemetic diet, right? Kemet, which is ancient Egypt, which is, you know, first the first civilizations, right? You look back to that, it's a plant-based diet, man. Okay. I got okay. books. I got books at the crib. You know, so we're talking about plant-based diet is, is our natural way to, to live, man. Yeah. It's the way we've always ate from, from, from the land, mainly. You know what I'm saying? So... I just want to get that out there, like, yo, don't, don't let, don't let this new, you know, wave try to lie to you, try to tell you that this is a, some bougie thing, veganism is some bougie, no, worrying about other beings, worrying about the planet, worrying about yourself, right. you know, your well-being, is not bougie, it's not corny, is what we need to be about, you know what I'm saying, elevating your consciousness is positive, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not white, it's not corny, it's, is what we're is what we're truly about. What we're supposed to be about, man. Yeah. You know. And I think like, like with everything, I think it's dangerous if we keep trying to put colors and separations on on lifestyles or anything, right? Mm-hmm. Like this goes against what we're saying. Like we're trying to to live a lifestyle that's bringing a togetherness, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So it doesn't matter the origins at this point. We're here now. In my opinion, this is the way my brain thinks. And so I think like the more we try to separate and then it just kind of drives all of us further away as, as opposed to, okay, this is where we are now. Like, no, it's not a white thing. It's not a anyone's thing. It, 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 it's, it's a human, environmentally healthy uh, thing that we should all be uh, inquisitive about, learn about, and, and seek the facts about. And I think that is vegan, mm. right? Like, that is if we want to call veganism. Right, right. This is one reason why, like, me personally, I don't call myself, like, vegan. I say, like, I eat uh, holistic okay, because... Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't want to be attached with the uh, ism that comes with veganism. That's just my personal yeah. opinion. Um, because I do think it drives a separation just like at times religion will do. Um, this is another podcast. Yeah. But, but yeah, but I think like, yeah, I agree with you. I think that it's not a white or black or anything thing. I think it's something that's, it's just the most logical, healthiest option. And it's the best option. And we should all be adopting it. And we should all, uh, as a black community, we should not be running away from it because we feel like this is a, a white thing. Or right. if you're, or or if we don't have the the money, we shouldn't feel like this is a rich thing. No, it's just a, it's just the right thing. And if you feel like it's something that you want to incorporate into your lifestyle, then do it. Don't worry about what no other people are doing. Like just do it. You know. No doubt. Yeah. And when we're when we're talking about the money, we have to understand how expensive meat mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. how expensive yeah. yogurt is yeah. cheese butter mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying fish all these things are expensive mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um yeah mcdonald's this is true you know eating trash yeah. every day going outside and grabbing anything yep. ev everywhere you at because that's another yeah. thing that vegan that's another reason why veganism is still healthy is yeah. because you can't just go anywhere and grab whatever to eat yeah like many people do that oh i'll eat anywhere out there right. i'll eat whatever Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that now. You have to check. You have to make sure. You know what I'm saying? So if you buy big quantities of rice, of mm -hmm. potatoes, yep. of onions, yep. of lentils, mm -hmm. you buy big, big, big bags. Yeah, beans, it's going to be yeah. way cheaper than buying meat, than buying cheese, mm -hmm. than buying, you know, chicken, 100%. all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And especially if we're talking quality now. If we're talking quality meat, you can't even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, yeah. Like, like some organic, right, right, right. organic grass That's fed, super all that expensive. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Way more expensive than, than getting some, you know, than getting some chickpeas and some and some rice and a, and, and a couple of tomatoes and an avocado. You got yourself a complete meal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, so that that's that's another thing that's important. But also, that's something that we can uh, encourage people to try. Like, try it. Like, try it for a month. Like, see how your, your your grocery budget is now. And let's try a month of going vegan, going holistic vegan. Get a couple fun items in there, too, to test and try it and see what's the price difference, right? Uh, and that's something that everyone can try. And if you try it, go ahead and hit Fernando up on the Vital Who's podcast and let him know, like, what is your experience? Was it more expensive? Mm -hmm. Was it cheaper? Let us know. We want to yeah. know. We want to know. We want you guys to try it and let us know. For sure. For sure. Please do that. Yeah. Please mm -hmm. do that. Hit us up, you know, uh, Vital Who's podcast at gmail.com mm -hmm. or on the socials at Vital Who's podcast anywhere. Hit Pierre up. Yeah, you can hit me up at tfgfit at gmail.com mm -hmm. and, and, yeah, hit us up. Let us yeah. know. For sure. Um, you spoke a little bit about not identifying, you know, as, as a vegan or not labeling yeah. yourself, uh -huh. you know what yeah. I'm saying? I think that's interesting. That's okay. interesting. There's, there's different, you know, thoughts, you know, certain people yeah. like, um, for example, like I said, I mentioned earlier, Aris Latan, mm -hmm. right? He doesn't identify as vegan either. He oh, says okay. he's still a vegetarian, right? Really? Okay. He, yeah. He calls himself a vegetarian okay. because he got into it. Uh, back in the day when it was like more of a revolutionary thing and okay. and the term was vegetarian back in the day when he got into ah, it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So he okay. says but he's but he's real strict with it though. He he says he tells vegetarians like listen, do you you do you eat cheese? They'd be like, Yeah, he'd be like, Cheese don't vegetate. Mm, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Vegetarian eat vegetables, yeah. we eat fruit. Yeah. So that's his definition. But the, like the, the term that he identifies with is not vegan. He's like, no, I'm not a vegan that you know so that's interesting, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Me personally, I have adopted the term vegan because um, because of you know what it means. I think to me the the, the animals thing is all, is also very important because mm -hmm. I see I see those living beings suffering. I see how horrible the slaughterhouses mm -hmm. are. I see how hor horrible the meat industry is, and how it's all about you know uh, making profit. Mm -hmm. And in the society that we live in, you know, I'm definitely anti uh, the meat industry basically. Yeah. yeah. But 
Also, I, I take it a little step further, and I like to call myself an Afro-vegan. Why? Because of a couple of things that I mentioned. Because to me, what inspired me is Afrocentric culture, really. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Rastafari, whether it's, you know, people like Dick Gregory, mm-hmm. you know, people like, um, you know, artists like Erica Badu, you know, the RZA from the Wu-Tang Clan, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, Dr. Sebi, Dr. Leila Africa, uh, you know, Queen of Fuwa. These are the people that really inspired me to, to, to really get into this plant-based lifestyle mm-hmm. and to go vegan. Um, so, yeah, I like, I, I like to identify myself as an Afro-vegan. By the way, if you get a chance, go back to episode 32 of the Vado Hoops podcast. It's called Afro-vegan, and I get a little deeper into why, you know, why Afro-veganism. But, um, but I'll, I'll say this, not to cut you off, but I think, like, that's what we're talking about, right? Like, it's like, you can identify this way. I, I do not necessarily identify that same way. Mm-hmm. But our, if we really have a conversation like we are, like, our morals and our ethics align, right? Mm-hmm. The reasons why we do it align. So whether, like, I don't want people to get so caught up in, like, putting a name on things. For sure. Where, like, it loses the whole reason why we're doing yeah, this in the I first agree. place. You see what I'm saying? I so agree. that's, like, I agree. that's, like, where I think, uh... It's a little bit different. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can be Afro vegan. You can be whatever you want to be, as long as your values and your ethics were lining up and we're on that right path to truth. Yeah. And I think that at the end of the day, that's the bigger picture mm-hmm. because, uh, yeah, that's yeah. Ma- mainly, what we're talking about here is reducing harm, reducing that's harm it. to ourselves, yep. to our planet, that's it. to the animals, to the to the other animals, to the non-human animals. That's so good. I'm gonna put so that yeah. on the IG by yeah, no reducing, harm. reducing harm. Man. I like That's that. About. I like that. Okay, I like that. No so yeah, man. Before we, you know, I think we need to get into the blue zones a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk about the blue zones because. Yeah. That's interesting. I know you've been, you put me up on the Blue Zones a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I've been checking it out a little bit. I think it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. The places where they're located and all that. Um, I think a documentary just came out about yeah, the Blue Zones. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about the Blue Zones, what it is for, for the listeners who, who yeah. have no idea what the Blue Zones are and you know. So, so the Blue Zones, they're basically these areas in the world where people live to be 100 years old or more. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and it's interesting because they're living all over the world and they all have different religions. They all are different cultures. They're all different skin colors. But the common factor between all of them, there's a few, but one of the common factors is they're 98% vegan. Uh, and then they also have, you know, a few things like they drink, uh, they exercise, you know, daily. They do everyday exercise. They have community. They, uh, you know, have uh, tea or coffee. You know, there's multiple things and you can check that out, the blue zones. But the thing that interests me is that they're all different places of the world and they're not communicating to each other about this. Right, right, However, right. they have like high concentration living over 100 for centuries. So it's not like just this phenomenon that's popped up. Like, no, these people have been, this is their normal life. Like in Okinawa, like if you live to be 90, that's normal. Right, like, right. That's normal. Like, oh yeah, they're 93. Yeah. And they can still go to a grocery store. They can still do crossword puzzle. Anything you can, you can talk to them about their third grade teacher and they're gonna be like oh yeah this, this, yeah so so uh i'm a, a follower if i would say of the blue zones method uh but i i recommend everyone go check it out and, and try some things that are in there and let us know what you think about it too you know yeah i think one of one of the real interesting aspects of the blues is like you said 98 percent vegan mm-hmm. and a lot of what they eat another thing that's really important is that they eat from the soil yeah mm-hmm. from where they live yes you know yeah. what i'm saying so it's not so much things that are being imported that's true but they're planting their own food yep and and, yep. The, and, and another aspect that i think is extremely important is community yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? yeah because yeah. in today's Dude. society yeah in today's society we live in a very individualistic world we live mm-hmm. in, you know uh, individualism is huge and it's horrible. It's what's killing us, in my opinion. No, it's so, the, so the aspect of community is key. And it makes these people live longer. Why? Because they understand that it's not just about themselves. Other people depend on them. There's a whole community, mm-hmm. right? Um, getting away from selfishness. Yep. Togetherness. Community. Yep. Um, planting your food. Being in nature. It's being a, in nature. It's like that, what we're talking about, though. It's like that connection of yeah. like the earth. The people, yep. the animals, yeah, yeah. the 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 wind, the rain, whatever you want to call it, like it, it, it's like that connection, and and then I think when you have more community, mm-hmm. you're planting your own food. I think you kind of are more immersed in that connection, yeah. so it makes more sense whether you're living in like a city in a concrete, 
you know, 50 foot high rise, you might not necessarily get the same, same feel that these people are getting, you know? 100%. And how much supplements do they take? Yeah, no supplements. Yeah, yeah. No supplements, whole diet, 98% vegan. And listen, when we say 98% vegan, I want to be clear on this because some people will try to say, oh, but they don't eat 100%. But listen, they eat. Okay, listen, they eat the amount of their hand and meat maybe once a year. So we're talking about a celebration. We're talking about a New Year's or a, a, a Christmas-like festival, right? And we're talking about literally the, the palm of their hand, that amount of meat from an animal that was raised or that was wild, that was hunted. So it's not the same as mass-producing animals and like slaughtering them. And it's not the same meat. Makes an entire difference. Exactly. And we're talking about the palm of your hand. So what we eat as, you know, Americans or, or whatever, what we eat in uh, one meal, that's their one year of meat that they would consume. So, yes, we say 98% vegan, but most of them, especially like the Adventists and things like that, they're eating 100% vegan. But there is a 98% because, you know, they yeah. eat a little bit of meat once a year. And so. that... And that- to go back to what we're talking about, that comes closer to what our ancestors... Exactly. <laughs> to how they would live exactly. when they would maybe hunt an animal, mm-hmm. a wild animal mm-hmm. once in a while. They would share it with the village. Mm-hmm. You know, it was something sacred. Yep. It, they would acknowledge the life that was actually lost, that they had, you know, yep. that they had hunted. Mm-hmm. This animal is not just... It's not yeah. just now where when you sit down to eat, for example, processed meat, yep. you may eat from like four different animals. In one yeah. city, you're yeah. eating processed meat. Yeah. It's nasty. All these, you don't even know how much. And, well, either way, it has been proven by now, if you don't know that, you know, processed meat is the same as yeah. smoking yeah. cigarettes, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, your cancer, your cancer will come, yeah. unfortunately. I, I want to yeah. say. It's, it's, levels, <laughs> to, it's heavens, levels to the meat eating game, yeah, too, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, obviously, if, for me, I talk from, like, a nutrition standpoint a lot of times, and I have clients who eat meat, and, you know, we, we discuss, they know I'm vegan. Hmm. But, yeah, like, if you're eating processed food, you, that's the bottom of the barrel, mm-hmm. right? And then if you're eating meat, that's, like, the next level up from the bottom. <laughs> then if you're eating organic, USD organic or, or, or grass-fed meat, maybe that's a step up. But there's levels to that. So you can't just say like, oh, I need my protein, but you go to McDonald's every day and get, you know, these huge burgers. That's, that's, you know, you can't win that argument when it comes to, you know, maybe if you're eating like some meat that you hunted, we can sit down and have that conversation and maybe you can, you know, make some valid points, right? right? right. But if you're eating processed food, you know, sausages and things like that that come in a plastic package, that's just... We all know it's not healthy. We can't argue that that's healthy. I think that's... It's we really, got to put that to bed, you know? It's really unhealthy. Like, Super, yeah. And especially a lot of us... I say us because I guess I used to do that when I wasn't sure. vegan. But a lot of us are even giving these things to our children. Yeah. You know, processed meat. We're giving processed meat to our children. Mm-hmm. That's the equivalent of letting them smoke as a, as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we really got to get... Like you said, we got to get to the facts, man. We got to mm-hmm. get to the facts. And I know sometimes it's difficult because there's a lot of misinformation out there. Right, right, right. Yeah, we got to get to the facts. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, definitely I encourage everyone to go check out the Blue Zones documentary. Yeah, check it out. Check right? it out. Check out Dan Butner's IG. He's the head of the Blue Zones uh, research team. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out the Blue Zones IG. Check out our IG. We talk about the Blue Zones often. We try to, you know... Uh, just kind of educate on that. Um, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. I got a couple other documentaries I want to recommend. Okay. Uh, for the athletes, if you haven't yet seen it, Game Changer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Game Changer is about, you know, uh, vegan athletes. I would definitely recommend as far as what's uh, considered uh, global warming and the environmental uh, footprint and all that, I would recommend Cowspiracy. Okay. And Seaspiracy as well. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Seaspiracy, cowspiracy, these are these are important. Um, I would recommend as far as health, what the health. Yeah, of course. What the health is a good one. Forks over knives. And there's one that is uh specifically for black people or people of African descent, it's called They're Trying to Kill Us. Okay. Okay. And they're trying to kill us also it's also about health and, and, and living a vegan or plant based lifestyle, but it's also about food deserts, mm. you know what I'm saying, and environmental racism. Okay. And all of that. So they're trying to kill us. It's a little harder to find, but definitely Google it. Find it. It's a good one. Um, and I also want to recommend the milk system because sometimes, like I said, uh, we mentioned this earlier, but basically <clears throat> basically going vegetarian is not enough because the milk system or the or the um, dairy industry, mm-hmm. 
is in many cases worse. The abuse mm-hmm. that these animals go through. They're, yeah. they're basically raped over and over yeah. in order to maintain, you know, uh, in order to keep giving milk. Mm-hmm. When the baby's born, it's taken away from the mother yeah. right away. And all the milk that's supposed to be for the baby is distributed to the people. So then the cow is again raped so it can be pregnant again and produce more milk. And then once the cow can no more do that because it's whatever, killed. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you're a vegetarian because you don't want death uh, of animals, well, the cow that you're consuming the milk from, they're going to slaughter that cow as well. So, you know, I think that this one is pretty good. And then earthlings, man, earthlings, undeniable. Like, it's hard to watch for many people, for myself including, but earthlings is basically about the slaughterhouses, man. Mm -hmm. This is one thing that everybody knows and most meat eaters know, but they don't want to watch it. They never want, no, I'm not watching that. Yeah. I mean... But also, if you're a meat eater, I would I would almost uh, challenge you to go visit a slaughterhouse. No doubt. Right? Like, let's go visit it and just see. Like, if no you doubt. feel comfortable being there, being around, you know, not 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 one that's like a, a grass-fed kind of, you know, these, these kind of uh, tricky ones. But mm-hmm. go to a real slaughterhouse, see, like, thousands of animals in little bitty cages and, and, and see how they're handled, see how they're killed. And then just, you know, just kind of, that's what we're talking about, like and, looking and, for the truth. And yeah, and chances are, if you're able to visit one of those, um, you got to multiply what you're going to see by four or five, right, because course. they're going to make sure everything is smooth when you get in there, you of know course, what I'm saying? But there have, been, there have been people that were able to uh, hide cameras, and so there's horrible footage, but even more so, um, people that work in slaughterhouses, yeah. they don't need meat. Those people don't eat meat. They'll tell you what happens in there is horrible. And they really, most of them are traumatized, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's not just traumatizing the animal, it's traumatizing the people. And there has been, you know, studies shown that even these people, sometimes they reproduce. The harm that they, that they sometimes it reproduces into, like, domestic violence and things really? like that. Because, yeah, because okay. how can you be so violent at the workplace and then when you get home, you automatically flip a switch. Right. And now you're not a violent person at all. And you're smooth, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's yeah, what that happens. Um, so really, it's just traumatizing all around, man. The animals, and like I like I mentioned earlier, that, that negative energy passes on. It passes on when you're consuming that meat. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I think, like I said earlier, man, this is my thing. There's no bad reason to go vegan. Every reason is positive, I believe. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you decide to... You know, go vegan or try to head that way. I'm not yeah. saying you have to, you know, culture right, go right, vegan, right, but right, right. head towards that. Head towards, you know, consuming less meat. Head towards, you know, not using products that have been animal tested. Not using toxic products. Yeah. You know, because whatever you put on your skin, this is another reason why, you know, we vegans, not only we don't eat these things, but we don't use them or put them in our environment to clean. If you clean your apartment with something that's toxic, it's going to go inside of you. Mm-hmm. If you put a cream on your skin that talks it, your, 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 your skin is going to absorb that. It's going to go inside yeah. of you, right? That's true. So, you know what I'm saying? Watch what you consume. It's not only what you eat. It's wherever you spend your money, whatever it is that you do. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's that. And if you need help, like, doing the different levels, because I understand that not everyone can go cold turkey from, you know, eating a bunch of meat to this. Reach out to us. Reach out to me. I'm a nutrition coach. I'm certified in this. And I can help coach you from level, you know, if you're a heavy meat eater or if you're a vegetarian, we can go through the stages and kind of create a game plan so that you can go from one to the other. If you need more education, reach out to us. Like, we both have the knowledge and we'll do the research for you. Uh, Or if you just need, like, someone to... To, for support reach out to the vital Hoops podcast reach out to train for greatness and, and we'll give you that support we'll give you what you need uh whatever the knowledge we have we're willing to share it and to help uh because we do believe in this uh holistic vegan approach so yeah, yeah. no doubt we believe in this for real and you know uh like p said you know um i mean he won't say this but you know He's very good at it. So definitely reach out. You know what I'm saying? Reach out for sure, you know. But uh, I got a book recommendation, man. We got a book recommendation. Is there anything else we left out, man, that you wanted to... Well, let's get into this book recommendation that we'll close out. All right. So for today, we're, we're going to recommend the China study, mm-hmm. right? So the China study is the most comprehensive study uh, of nutrition ever conducted. 
and it and it leads to a whole foods plant-based diet right it leads to a whole foods plant-based diet whether we're talking weight loss or long-term health right a whole foods plant-based diet is the way to go this is a very elaborated meticulous study it, it explains how through a whole foods plant-based diet you can escape reduce or reverse disease mm -hmm. right which is mm -hmm. very important mm -hmm. so there's even the reverse part right where mm -hmm. people have been healed yeah. through simply stopping meat and stopping um, processed foods mm -hmm. and just eating a whole foods plant-based diet yeah. and they've been cured yeah you know sure. what I'm saying from cancer yeah from several types of cancers from you know uh, different illnesses yeah. man there's a runner right now he's like a hundred and He's over 100 years old. His name is, I believe, is Mike. But look him up. Look up uh, long-distance runner uh, over 100 years old. And he's, like, the only one that really pops up. But he was around 50 or 60 diagnosed with, uh, I, I want to say, stage 4 cancer. Oh. And from that day, he went home, read a book about how to eat to avoid cancer. And then he went strictly whole food vegan. And then within wow. a few months, his cancer was completely gone. And obviously, we know he's past 100 years old today. Hmm. And if you listen to any of his interviews, he's very active on social media. He does a lot of interviews. He'll say it today like, it's because I went whole food vegan. That's the only reason why I'm alive today. And that's a real life story. And there's thousands of those. But he's just one that's very active. And he lived over 100 years old. So it's yeah. very interesting. So, yeah. No doubt. No doubt, man. Yeah, so this is it. Listen, um... As I said at the beginning of the show, you know, veganism is part of this podcast. So you're going to, you probably heard a little bit about it. You're going to keep hearing about it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Pete, thank you, man, thank for, you. Being a, for being a part of this, for being, for being uh, my co-host out here. You know what I'm saying? We're um, going to do a lot more. Yeah, no doubt. We're going <laughs> to, Pete will be back for sure. Uh, but thank you. Thank all the listeners for, for checking us out. Please, please like, share, subscribe. If this helped you in any way, you can hit us up or you can simply uh, share it uh, with your friends, you know what I'm saying, with your parents, with your sisters, mm -hmm. with your enemies, whoever uh -huh. you want to share it with, man. But, you know, if you think it helped you at all or it made you think in some way, exactly. it made you, you know what I'm saying, please share it because that's that that helps us a lot. Any, any little bit that you do. Uh, with this podcast right here helps us a lot and if it made you mad hit me up train for greatness we'll have a discussion you know uh, hit me up on email tfgfit uh, at gmail.com and we'll have a discussion if it made you mad no, I'm just joking no, if real, it made you mad yeah no real talk though yeah, constructive yeah. constructive criticism sure. is always welcome sure, sure. always welcome exactly yeah. uh, we're here to learn as well exactly you know we're here to learn as well and so yeah that's that man I want to I want to thank you all this is episode 40 Ooh. we're gonna keep it going all right, check us out. Like I said, at Vada Hoops Podcast, at Train for Greatness, VadaHoops.net. Vada Hoops is for the culture. We out. Peace. <laughs>